You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome back to the Get Tucked Podcast. I am your host, Tuck. All right. Well, what a week or weeks it's been. Uh, I am very thankful that we've all been able to connect these last few months. Through all of this stress, it's been a nice way for me to relax and connect with what I love, which is metalcore breakdowns and you guys. Um, this week's episode it wraps up my coverage from the tour that never was. Uh, Fit for a King played five shows with Chelsea Grin, Crystal Lake, and Alpha Wolf, and I must say it was one of the greatest weeks I've ever had. If you've listened to these episodes, I think you can tell that we all actually care about each other, and hopefully when the world turns back on, we can hit it again. Maybe not in the same tour lineup, but hopefully as damn near close as we can get it. This week's guest is Scotty Simpson, the guitarist-songwriter of Alpha Wolf. Scotty is an insanely hardworking fella and also engineers on some of your favorite Australian releases, most notably the recent album by Polaris. We're going to deep dive into the band's history and also touch on his outside work a bit. So here it is, my chat with Scotty Simpson of Alpha Wolf. You're just a pussy in a black hoodie pushing your luck And you head in the light, but show your teeth in the dark Another false reflection, now we take an imposter You're not who you say you are What's happening? How you doing? Oh, um, uh, you know, as you know, this morning sucked ass. My, I am, you know, terrible when it comes to technology. And for some reason, we haven't been able to get this call going. But now it is here. And we are now ready to chat. talk Metalcore. Dude, we'll, we'll chat some Metalcore. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's going to be super epic. Okay. Um, so, dude, how's Australia? How's life? Ah, uh, it's... It's quiet. Um, I mean, I don't really leave the house anymore, to be honest. Um, I work from home, so 
yeah, I, I sleep, I work, I record music all day, and that's, that's been my life since I saw you, really. Yeah, you only got to hang out for one week. Um, yeah, one week. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, just flew fun. to America to hang out for a week. Um, yeah, we just got visas to come hang for a week. So what, good. Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you guys got, now, obviously, everything got canceled again. But you your visas yeah. were renewed for what was going to be the make updates, right? Um, they were in the process. It, 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 we're, we're working it all out. It, it was really confusing, to be honest. Um, yeah. We were, we were meant to come back. Well, yeah, we're all meant to hang out again. But, um, yeah, now that's gone again. So I wonder yeah, everything. if we're going to get to go to Europe. I mean, yeah, that's that's the next thing. Hey, like we went to, we went to do the world together, you know? But... Yeah, who um, wants to do that though? I don't want to hang out with you guys for that long. No, that's uh, a long that's, time. Yeah. yeah, no, we had amazing hopes <laughs> and dreams, and it was good, yeah. super epic, and then it all got ruined. Um, yeah, I mean, I can speak for any Australian band that you know going to America is like you know it's like the big thing. You know, it's like oh boy, one day I want to go to play in America. Well, so I mean, we technically did it. So we should be You'll happy. Be back. I mean, because we're gonna just have you come back. But, um, <laughs> dude, I mean, you guys were just crushing it. Like night one, watching you guys play and having the fans actually know the lyrics, go off yeah. to your band, yeah. moshing on each other, crowd surfing, like whole thing. It was just yeah. mind blowing. I think everyone. If anything, I'll. I'm so grateful we got to see that. That first show was the best. Out of all of them, I think for us at least, you guys had uh, actually the last show. For the us, last the show last was show was that yeah. was the, one of the best shows I've ever played in my life. Just um, yeah, the energy of that night, knowing that it was the last show, was like yeah, everyone's and Rio. I, I think I listened to your podcast with Rio, and you were talking about him oh, yeah. that night, just when climbing he, uh, the yeah. venue. It was it insane. Was, uh, that whole show was just like something, something special. So I mean, even though we only got to, what was it, five shows we got to do together? Some five or six. I five or yeah, maybe it was six. Yeah, not many. I think it was just five. I just remember being there. There was as many off days as there was on days, and that was. It was and it wasn't fun. even like dude, it was our it was our first time in America. All of us. And we weren't even in like, you know, the cool part, you know, we were in, in all these weird cities we'd never heard of. Yeah, you started in like Missouri and shit. <laughs> yeah, we're like, man, we didn't even get to like, is it the East Coast, the cool side? I don't, I don't know. I'm really It depends on who, I mean, I I think if I, for driving, I, it, I don't know, it's hard to say. The West Coast has some amazing spots. I think some <laughs> overall cooler cities where if I could do all of California plus do you know, Portland, Seattle area. Like that's pretty dope where yeah. on the East coast, New York is awesome. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even and, make it uh, there. <laughs> like I don't, I really, one of my favorite drives is driving through the Carolinas, but do I want to like hang out in the Carolinas? Absolutely not. No offense to yeah. anybody listening. That's from the Carolinas. Um, <laughs> it's just like, <sighs> Yeah, the East Coast is different. I think the West yeah. Coast has some stronger cities and maybe some cooler places to hang out. The East yeah. Coast, it is slow and chill and like vibey, which is nice. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm driving down to Atlanta in a few weeks, so I'll be doing. How far is that? So I don't. I have no idea where that is. Hours? 
Oh shit! All right, so Fitbit. Yeah, we're doing some Fit videos and stuff. So we uh, instead of taking a plane, I'm I'm just gonna drive because it's more drive it. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's like yeah, it's like since I don't think I've seen any of my guys since since that tour. I think we got off the plane and just like went our separate ways. And I think I've seen Lockie once. I don't think I've seen anyone else since we got home. We've just yeah. been in our house. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, I finally so, just yeah. saw my side project band. Um, I shouldn't. Like, yeah, they're just my other band. I shouldn't even talk about them like that. They are my side project. <laughs> the side not band. My side band. You know? like, you're, you're not the real. You're one. just as good as my other band. You're just. It's different, you know. It's different. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just got to have band practice with them last weekend, which was awesome because there's definitely. That's cool. um, you know, a guy or two that like probably didn't want to just like hug and stuff. And I was like, fuck you guys. Like I'm touching <laughs> you. Um, Did I feel like that when you, when you spend so much time with, you know, like the five people you're with all the time, you don't really like, you don't really hug each other, you know, it's just like, yeah, you, know, you, you see each other all the time. You don't need to do that. It's like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I guess the only one in fit that I'm really, I, you know, give a lot of hugs to or whatever would probably be Bob. But that's just because I don't yeah. see him very much. And True. I've still never met him, actually. <sighs> he's the best. He's the best dude. He's ever. the best. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a really amazing human. Um, you will love him when you meet him. Which, it, yeah. it'll definitely, like, if we would have made it to the Texas States, you would have met him. Um, was Texas the one that got moved because of this, um, was it the cyclone or something? Was that Texas? No. No, what? that was... Uh, oh, man. Nashville. I'm real bad. Nashville, sorry. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I think. Um, that, was a, that was a crazy situation. Um, I just couldn't believe after the lineup that we gathered, where, like, you know, it's great to have you guys there, but having it be your first time, for us, With the that bands, it was that much greater. So it's like, yeah. you know, not only you get to come see Alpha Wolf for the first time, you get to come see Crystal Lake for the third time, and then you get <laughs> Chelsea Grin and Fit for a King all in one night. That's yeah. a fucking bill. That's a that's great insane. tour. Um, yeah. So that's going to be really hard for us to make that up and do it again. Um, uh, but I, by the I, time you we'll guys, you know, you'll be back soon. We'll do it. Um Whenever we can leave the country again, we'll, we'll be back as soon as we can be. Well, I guess the first thing uh, would be us meeting in Europe. Yeah, I mean, if 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 we can go, we're obviously same as you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be there. But I mean, who knows when all this is this ending? It's just up to the governments, right? When when we're yeah. allowed to leave the country. <laughs> Do you know the Silent Planet guys? No, we've never we've never met him. I've never I've never talked to him. But I think you guys are pretty friendly with them. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. played with them like a lot. Um, they're super True. super great. I love those guys. Um, so that'll be a fun tour. We'll have a great time. And there's a band called Brand of Sacrifices opening where we were going to have that Grave Mind band open originally when it was like Grave Mind Van Anime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're our boys in Oz. Yeah, Mad they're cool. He yeah, they're like legend. Kirby, but not Kirby. He does. He actually does look like Kirby. It's it's a bit creepy. He's a lot, <laughs> he's, he's a much huskier boy than my than my. Oh uh, yeah, but, um, definitely. Just, but yeah, just they've the hair. got they've got the hair, and we they've got the he's got the red beard that him and, and, <laughs> and I have. Uh, yeah. 
Do they still have three guitar players though? Because that's dumb. They do. Uh, it's a bit silly. If if they're listening, one of you got to go to bass. That's, guys, that's like just with, so they don't have a bass player, they just have three guys playing guitar. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, and they. Just, <laughs> if you're gonna backtrack one thing, just backtrack the third guitar. Like, is there is there a big battle in the band between like, well, I'm the best. Well, I'm I'm so good. Well, I can. Hundred percent. Sorry, let me correct my accent. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so good. I'm gonna play <laughs> fucking bass. Um, uh, play fucking like, bass. There it is. Get yeah. that over Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I, I work with them a lot on um, on the music side. Like we're, I'm working on their second album right now, and yeah, they're they're fucking legends. But honestly, one of you just have to play bass. Just I like your band. I'm not saying I don't like your band, and your vocalist <laughs> is really good. Your vocalist is so good that you guys should have a bass player. Crazy, yeah, I agree. <laughs> just, the thing, the reality is, they're probably happy that we're not touring together because they would have dealt with thirty days. Of me, of you. Jokes. you know what it's like. I did it oh, to yeah. you for an entire tour. I think um, I might have warned them. I was like, "Hey, so there's this guy called Tuck, and like he's gonna punish you, but he means well, and you just gotta deal with yeah. it." Yeah, they do just have to deal with it because they have three fucking guitar players and no bass player. That's stupid. <laughs> you know? uh, and it's not mean- like I'm saying playing bass is important. I'm a bass player, and I know it's not. Um, I just like. Come on, uh, you're you know, but Whitechapel's cool. Yeah, I like Whitechapel. I like early like Casey's strain where they had three guitar players. That was bad as fuck. Damn, I forgot that happened. Yeah, that's that's weird to think of. Yeah, but then they were like, "We have DL. We actually only need one guitar player because yeah, the best one." Um, no offense <laughs> to Devin or Tom because I love Devin and Tom, and the new Casey's strain stuff is arguably my favorite. Um, I really have I to listen to. It's so good, man. Especially since I think for me, I think, you know, everyone has like a, a preference. Either it's, you know, Death is Immortal. I think that's the um, the title of it. Or um, Continent. And I mean, always, Continent's the OG, right? That's, that's like. kind of hard not to have it be, you know, like a favorite just because it's such a classic. Um, yeah, that's but it. But the new stuff is absolutely phenomenal. The last, now, before they started doing the Decay stuff, they did that other EP. Um, I forget what it's uh, called. It Comes in Waves? It Comes was in that? Waves. That yeah. was fucking awesome. I, was I listened to that. Into that. Honestly, I'm a little confused with where they're at with the releases. All I know is Decay is out, but I think something else is coming out with yeah. that. I don't know. I think I'm a bit I, I think there's a if so from the looks of it it looks like there's another album after Decay, which releasing what then five EP six EPs and an album all in six, the same year six two tracks I think were they all two tracks I think they were I'm looking on Spotify right now it was like it was all two tracks and now I think the other half of that album is basically I think they did two albums but they put it out in a really cool way it's awesome. It's smart. So and good, it, good on it reminds me of kind of like a rap, you know, yeah, release. 100%. Just doing it bit by bit. And I think it's really smart. And the music's great. And they're super productive band, super nice band. Um, I mean, in like this day and age, it's like, well, unfortunately, albums just aren't 
it anymore. You know, Near. it's 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 so hard to put out an album. One, it's fucking expensive, and two, people don't listen to the whole thing anymore. <laughs> they listen yeah. to the singles on Spotify, I and they're like, cool. I mean, yeah, I think it's but it's like a it's still a muso thing, you know. It like, is. It's you have to be an album person, um, and I definitely am. Like, in order for me to really love a band, I have to enjoy the whole album. But yeah, that is a rarity these days. It is, and I, I don't know if it's like us getting. I mean, you're a little bit older than me, but just the older I get, the more I find it harder to listen to a whole album. But when I do... Oh, no, I still do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to get through it and enjoy it, I feel like it's like my, my oh, attention yeah, span is like shortening. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it, you know, I think when you've listened to so much music, you know what you really like and what you don't. So yeah. when it doesn't hit you pretty quickly, you're just like, no, I have no interest in this. Where for me a lot of my favorite records of the last couple of years and like a couple I can clearly name off the top of my head, self-defense family. Have you considered punk music from Indian lakes? Everything feels better now in Manchester orchestra, black mile to the surface. Those three albums are best as a full record. It's, right, it's yeah. like, I don't want to get a full plate and, and I've got like beautiful meat, veggies, you know, some carbs <laughs> and like a little thing. And I'm just going to nibble on the carbs and I'm not going to eat the rest of it. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Those records are so good where you have to listen to the whole thing. Um, but it's rare these days, especially with metalcore. I think it's yeah. hard that we find a band where we don't, um, just love one full album. Um, yeah, I feel that. Some bands nail it. Um, gosh, I mean, I would say Polaris's newest record is fantastic. Pretty yeah. out of 10 because it's got a nice blend between there's like that Masochist song, which is kind of like if Balance and Composure fucked a metalcore band. Um, <laughs> and I love that. And they do the little indie bop in the, in the video too. So respect. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm biased since I worked on it, but it's a great album. It's a great, yeah, and yeah, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> we're gonna talk all about that. Um, oh shit! <laughs> and I guess on the heavier side, what else? Dayseeker's newest album. Did I really, really like that band? They, really? Yeah, like Rory's them. gonna be um, next on the show, I think. Um, yeah. He tell him, he, I, tell him I really like his band because oh, they're real. I've yeah, I've, I've met him a couple times. I flirt with him on the internet constantly, just because <laughs> the it's so hard to not have their songs stuck in my head. Like just the line itself, "The worst is yet to come," is stuck in my head all the time. And I blame him for t for 2020 being such shit. It's his fault. Um, but I remember when their first album came out, um, what it means to be defeated. And it just like, it, it just gained no traction in, in Australia. I'm, I'm sure I did pretty well in America, but just no one was talking about it. And I was like, man, this is his, just his voice. That, that was the first one. Um, okay. No, they the, didn't. Yeah, they were a slow grow. They yeah. kind of went zero. But to all their songs recently. were really good. They were, they were like, they weren't bad. They were always good. They've always been good. Yeah. Um, like, Garrett from the Silent problem? Planet helps manage them. And okay, true. so it's Garrett and Corey, who's our manager. And it's interesting because like you said, Rory has always had the best voice. Um, yeah. hundred percent. His voice is in. 
Right. We had I had seen them before. Um, Ramon, their their bass player is the sweetest guy on the planet, and we've we've <laughs> hung out once or twice. I've gotten to see them, and in the past, I just felt like the music was too genty, but too all over the place. Not rock enough for Rory's voice where I I wanted him to shred less and give me the hooks. Yeah. Which and, I guess that last album kind of did that. Hey. Yeah. And I, I would, you know, it's, it's hard with like, sometimes you have guys like Johnny Craig or Tyler Carter or Rory where they're so good where they could sing their grocery list to you and you enjoy it. <laughs> but like most Johnny Craig records, Find me a hook, cause there ain't one. Yeah, there is not. Yeah, you can listen to him for days, but it's like, yeah. yeah. And I will listen cool. to it. Yeah, but Rory on this record wrote some of the most epic one-liners of the year. He wrote some of the best choruses of the year. I'm gonna say he wrote them, cause I don't know who the fuck wrote them, and I'm gonna assume he did. And. <laughs> It's just brilliant. It's I think them going. I believe they went to Eric Ron, if I'm correct. I'm not too sure actually who produced that album. But, um, I should look that up. Yeah, I'm actually on the master right too. Um, but yeah, it's just it's the it's one of the best releases I've heard in a really 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 long time, and it feels so heartfelt and honest yeah. and real. Um, I just hope he doesn't keep drinking and driving. Because <laughs> um, I, I I don't want him to die. <laughs> yeah, no, please, yeah, someone get them to to Oz. I need yeah, to see you guys it. should take him out. I'd do it. You should hook it up. Someone hit, they hit just, me up. Weren't they coming on a? Or no, they weren't a part of that Polaris thing, right? Wasn't it Polaris? No. Got, it was you guys, Currents. Chris, oh, that was for Polaris. Europe. Um, uh, the Australian run. That I just was, remember um, every time I see a Polaris tour, Fit for a King's name isn't on it, and everyone else's name is. Um, so <laughs> was, Polaris, if awesome. you're listening to this, I love your <laughs> band and I care about you. Um, I'd like to be friends, Rick. You look like we could be friends. Um, I think I we like could be friends, could Rick. Be friends. Yeah. You look really friendly. Um, I don't know. I've tweeted at Ryan and he didn't respond to me and I have a check mark. Uh, so that means that man. he didn't, he didn't want to respond to me, but dude, his mayonnaise. Whew. Beautiful. Good Beautiful. Isn't it? Good for that person for having right. not only a signature guitar, but a signature mayonnaise. <laughs> it's, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I've played. Well, I, okay. So I've touched some and played some at, um, Nam. But a buddy of mine, shout out to Gus from Ghost Chant, has one. And it is, might be the nicest guitar I've played. Dude, um, easily, easily the nicest guitars I've played. I mean, recording the album, <laughs> it was seven of them to shoot out between. So it was like, which one's going to win? <laughs> they were all nice. Um, that, that decision wasn't on me, but um, there was just a lot of nice guitars in front of me. Um, and yeah, they're easily the nicest guitars I've ever played, hands down. Yeah, I but I'm back at ESP. You know, I got I got to shout out ESP because well, here's the thing: you get the <laughs> so I would compare Mayones to the custom shop ESP. You can't really compare it to the LTDs because there's just the price point is completely different. Yeah, hundred um, percent. There's just a level of level of craftsmanship with them that's it's just completely unbeatable. 
Yeah, they're insane. But Bob's ESP custom shop, I would say, is in a similar league to the mayonnaise. And it's like, you know, I guess it's a preference thing where I just, if you're a shredder and you also need that chunk, it just seems like mayonnaise has has all that. Um, yeah, see, I just play breakdown, so I don't really need it. It's a bit too expensive for me just to be shredding some, some O1s, you know? Dude, so funny. One of my um, best friends um, is texting me right now. And uh, I guess they worked. My cousin's husband and my my best friend, Devin, worked together. What about him? Sorry, I missed that. (laughs) My friend Devin was just texting me. He was like, dude, I think I I just found out I work with your your cousin's husband. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then... My AJ just texted me and was like, hey, I'm sitting here uh, talking to this guy, Devin. He says he knows you. Is that true? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's like my best friend. I've lived with him. <laughs> like, yeah. we, uh, we've done everything together other than sex. Um, I'm just kidding, guys. We've, we've done sex. Um, no, Devin, actually, I have, uh, ironically, two best friends named Devin and Evan. And um, That's sick. Now... People listening to this will be, I use the best friend. There's Devin, there's Evan, there's Bobby. But Bobby's in, like, Texas, you know? So this is New York, this is home. So let's get it straight, okay, guys? You'll you'll learn eventually. Um, But we lived in a house together with, like, four other people. So there's seven of us in one house. And it was so much fun. I did the, a few interviews when I first joined the band and I was like really sober and I talked about how crazy it was living in the house and then now looking back on it more I'm like yeah I had the best time there I just shouldn't have done so many drugs like, <laughs> like that would have made it way easier um but it was great I had a great time I mean, it's so, an experience Long story short, uh, none of us do uh, party <laughs> anymore. Um, gosh, I can't. It's so funny thinking back on that, that. Just when you're like, man, we used to be relentless when we were 22, and now we're, you know, 31. And it's like even getting together to like go to the bar and have a drink or two is like, well, I can have a beer, but I got to drive home. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, because those those rules and stuff like that are just so strict here. You don't even want to um, fuck with that at all. Knock on. I mean, I'm 25 and I still feel like that. I got to think about driving home now. Yeah, I don't want to think. Well, you guys are going to hit a kangaroo, and you know it's going to go through (laughs) your windshield. Yeah, we we got to settle that because you don't you don't see a man. It's it's not a thing. If I go to Australia and I don't see a fucking kangaroo, I'm going to be so pissed. If you don't go to a zoo, you're probably not going to see one. Like you just really, I've, I've, I mean, you see some. If you're driving like, you know, like uh, interstate, and you're in a bit of like in, in the bush a little bit, you'll probably see one. But that's it. Like that, you're not going to see one in the city. You know, on the main fucking road, like that. They're not like deer. Where you know here, you see deer all the time everywhere. No nah. the road. Okay. I mean, I didn't see a deer. I mean, we you went didn't there drive long. enough yet. Yeah, but like you'll didn't see, see one though. That's crazy. I don't think we saw one. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were freaking out about it snowing when we were driving because that doesn't happen here. So that was that was yeah, cool. That's pretty cool. Snow is sweet. Uh, 
But you don't really see kangaroos here. If you're driving into state, you'll probably see one. What if you're driving at foxes? night, like like bats. Yeah, the big flying bats? fox, the red ones, the with the, the big ones. Um, like nah, not really. To be honest, I think it's all. I think people think Australia is so fucked up, and it just it yeah, really is. Everything's gonna kill me. It's it's not like that. I mean, we got spiders. You don't really see them that much either. And they, like, it's it's all about how in the bush you are. If you're in the cities, which if you're still here, that's all you're gonna see. You don't see any of this stuff. <laughs> some it's some big myth that some asshole created to make Australia sound like crazy, and it's just not that crazy. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. Oh, uh, no, it's okay. I mean, I'm just going to capture what I can um, <laughs> and bring it back with me. I mean, maybe one day you'll come out here like you were supposed to, but we'll, we'll keep that a secret. Yeah, I've only been waiting six years for it, so that's fine. The last tour that Fit for a King um, did before I joined the band was going to Australia. Yeah, I remember you toured, oh, well, I guess, Fit, fit Tour with... Um, Ocean Grove, they're, they're good friends of ours. That good band's band. cool. Really cool. Yeah. Really good band. There's, I feel like they're way different now than they were. Do they have a new vocalist or something? Um, yeah, their bassist moved to vocals. Um, so I guess the same guy that was in the band, but now he's fronting it. Their, their original vocalist left. Oh, okay. So they're more like... Uh, more chorusy now. A lot more. I guess he, he's mainly singing now, but still, like really cool. I really, really like the last album. Very punk did, rock. Definitely very, very nineties. Like very nineties. Yeah. I'm into that. I like doing those kinds of things. Yeah, they seem to to be doing well for themselves. Doesn't he date the the girl from Tonight Alive? Yeah, yeah, he does actually. Yeah, they, God bless his heart. What a champion. Uh, <laughs> good for him. She is just unreal beautiful and um the i never heard there's a song something about a hero i f- i think it's called i just heard it was from a spider-man movie i guess or something ah uh, yeah yeah i think i remember that one i just heard that song for the first time um maybe six months ago saw the video really? Damn. how that song isn't one of the biggest songs on the planet and took that band to Paramore status. I have no fucking clue. Why isn't this band so much bigger than they are? Cause they're so good. They're so good. I think, Ugh. I think they were on the way there for a while, but they, they took a hiatus for a little bit. Um, oh. they took a few, I think, I don't know. Um, maybe the they, difference hard. Yeah. There was one, there was one thing about the touring. I remember they, they stopped touring for a little bit. Um, and then obviously all the coronavirus stuff took over. So I think they took an even longer hiatus, but I'm not too sure what they're doing now, but I've always enjoyed their songs. Yeah. I think their band's great. I mean, I, I just love like those kind of, um, post hardcore pop bands. So good. I'm a absolute sweater for that. But dude, fuck every other Australian band. We've spent 28 <laughs> minutes and eight seconds talking about them. Fuck them. I don't like them. I don't, you know, other than Polaris, I think you guys are really good. Uh, and Gravemind and Tonight Alive and Ocean Grove. You guys are all really good. Um, That's the it. Ether Rest I Make Them Suffer is better than all of you. Um, good song. Just that song, though. 
Just that song? I'm just kidding. Gosh, I'm such a feisty <laughs> one today. Gosh. Talking all this shit. Um, I'm going to get like excommunicated from all Australian bands. No one will take Fit for a King on yeah, because of these. You've never been here. You've never coming here now. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, I haven't been yet. You know what, though? There's one band I've left out of this conversation, and they're who I can blame for that. In Hearts Wake, we took you to the U.S. Motherfuckers. Where's my invite? <laughs> um, <but laughs> their new stuff is great too, though. It's it's cool to see that everyone's. Uh, you know, it's a tough time to release music, and I think it's sad. It's honestly almost an inappropriate time to release music. Um, it's hard. It's it's a, it's a big decision of whether to put your album out like you planned or just like push push it back till. Fuck knows when. <laughs> well, I, I think some have seen, at least within the United States, I think a couple people have learned that now is not the time. If you really want to release your music, releasing it during COVID is fine. Releasing yes. it during a civil rights movement, not so <laughs> Um Unless your breakdowns are really all that powerful, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but we're going to focus on you, and we're going to focus on Alpha Wolf now. We're going to shift. I'm morphing into... A new uh, interviewer where I stop talking shit on people, and by shit I mean love. I'm I've been saying nothing but lovely things about all of you. It's just you know that's, that's how I do it. You can ask Alpha Wolf. I talked shit to them for thirty days, and I love these guys. We want to tour the world together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have still sucks, but we'll do it someday. Okay. Yeah. Alpha Wolf is a very interesting band because I feel like now I personally know about some of the drama that you guys have had in your past, but I think that a lot of people, because of how young of a band you are, they don't know about it, don't care about it, and will probably never know about it. Um, and it it's, I feel like you guys have caught so much steam in the last year, um, off of your latest release, how are you feeling about the EP? How do you feel that it went over? Are you ready just to keep moving and get some more stuff out, or what's going on? Well, yeah, I mean, the EP went better than we ever thought it could have, coming from what happened to us. Um, but, like, yeah, now the new album's announced, new singles out, like, everything's been rolling. I mean, like you said, it's it's a weird, very, very weird time to put new music out. But like once, you know, once all the things are kind of moving, it's kind of hard to stop it. So, but yeah, we got we got a new single out, new albums announced. So well, like, it's, it's difficult for us because both of us, uh, you know, you guys were pretty much planning on putting it out as you were playing a, a U.S. tour eventually and promoting it that way. Yeah. So it made a lot of sense when you were releasing and I feel like it's still gotten received extremely well. I mean, Akudama is really hitting over here. People are talking about it all the time. We actually just got, um, Locky, uh, he's going to be doing a guest spot on this band that I'm helping work with from Atlanta. Oh, cool. New EP. Um, and you know, they really wanted him and it's great. Like you guys Fuck are, yeah. that song is hot fire, dude. It's, it's going really well. Like it, <laughs> dude it's so funny how well that part especially is going over considering 
that it wasn't even meant to be in the song. I don't think we've talked about that yet. No. We had we, we well, we had the song name and we had a different drop line there. And we got we finished the album, we were all excited, and then we we listened over and we're like, dude, that, that drop line just kind of sucks. It's really not that cool and it's the drop line of the song. And then Lockie came back in because I tracked all the vocals on the album. He just came back in the next week and we sat here for like four hours and we were just like throwing in drop lines. We're like, man, we just like none of these are sticking. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, I got something. Just like just hit record and let me do something. And he just did that. And it was like, yeah, that's that's it. Just Perfect. fucking do it again and <laughs> double it put in the song, send it off to Lance and he'll fucking, he'll mix it. And now it's like the highlight of the song. And it was such like a, on the moment thing that happened. It was fuck. It was so cool. He just did it. And it was so, it was just like, yeah, that's perfect. That's, that's perfect. Like we had the song name and it, the, the, that, that lyric wasn't even in the song and it just happened. What does it mean? <laughs> um, it's, it's like bad guy or like villain in Japanese. Oh, uh, yeah, which kind of like relates okay. to all the lyrics in the song. Well, you guys are a Japanese Australian band, so <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I'm sure I, I wanted to ask Sabian how stoked he is on this whole mask thing, or if he's bummed because everyone's <laughs> copping his shit. Everyone's jacking his style, <laughs> dude. Whatever, you're just like not Northlane. So what's oh, man. Um, that's a, a thing in itself, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we're not, I'm. I uh, I love Northlane. I love you guys. So we're just gonna not even address that. Um, we're gonna move forward. We and all we all love those guys. That we love their music. They're legends. They just they just wanted to beef it out for a little bit, and that's cool. That's okay. It doesn't need to. I would need too. To be <laughs> I would absolutely do it too. Um, and I think that's like okay. It's almost the way that every time I see a video where someone does that, like they throw the, do the base, the base spin around their shoulder and then they do the little spin with it, which is a custom tuck move. Um, every time I see a video, I want to be like, yeah, like that's cool. Like you do fine. It's you're fine. Um, (laughs) but I don't and I won't, but I know. And you know, I no, I, I'm sure that that was an, I think, with the mask thing, it's just funny because you're both Australian and no one else does it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you want to find videos of Alpha Wolf from 2014 where we all wore bandanas? That's that's something no one should see, but it's out there. Wow, that you happened. guys all wore bandanas? We did it for years. Um, 2014 to like 2016, probably. We all, there's videos of us all wearing all wearing black hoodies, all wearing bandanas. If, if anyone's listening, go look it up on YouTube. It happened. Wow. It got to a stage where we were all like, yeah, we don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> when the previous vocalist was in the band? This is when John, the bassist, was fronting. Okay. Um, so he fronted the band for years, like three, four four years maybe, before I even joined, years before I joined. Oh. Um, they all wore masks. It was just like, that was the thing. They were, and then I joined and I was like, fuck, I got to wear a mask. And I was like, yeah, it's our thing. And I was like, cool, I'll do that. And then I got to the stage. I was like, "Yeah, this, I don't want to do this. This kind of shit." And then Sab decided to keep doing it. You know, just fine. But we're like, "Yeah, that can be your thing. <laughs> not, not a, not a band thing anymore." Yeah. So it's cool. Anyone? That, I think a lot of people don't know that era of Alpha Wolf, but that was like that was many, many no, years. Of Alpha Wolf. 
Many years. Did you guys make any uh, releases while you were while the band was in that stage? I guess even before you were in the band. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a whole EP. There's um, a whole EP and a two track. I think it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's on Spotify as well. So there's stuff before that that's been taken down. Um, that's probably terrible. Um, but there's yeah, there's a whole EP, and two singles. Okay. But that was that was and like the vibe. Sweet. And then I joined after that, and then I started writing. So the songs go good. <laughs> Goddamn right. Um, Goddamn right. That's why you're here talking and not the rest of them, because the reality is you're the most important member of the band. Oh, um, that's cool. You know, I think everyone else is like, okay, like they're fine at what they do, but they're good <laughs> here without you. I don't know. Um, so yeah, fuck the rest of you guys. Um, how many people will I say <laughs> fuck you to during this episode? This is why I don't interview this early in the morning. Um, for me, and it's not even that early. It's nine fifty one a.m. for me. Um, I'm just so it's feisty nearly, in the morning. It's nearly midnight for me, so this this is very strange. Yeah, I <laughs> wish I could come tuck you in, huh? Um, <laughs> and by that, I mean I'm gonna cuddle with you. So here we go. Uh, when you guys, I have uh, how okay. So John switched out from being vocalist. How long yep. was I for I, his name is this, eight Aiden. I believe. Yeah. Yes. How long was he in the band? Um, probably like not even. Probably like just under eighteen months. It wasn't actually very long. It was. It was pretty short. Goodness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you guys started to catch some steam in that time period, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we put out a single. We put out an album, um, and that's kind of when everyone started to know us. I guess around that time, yeah. no one really knows before us what what the story was, but that was kind of like. That was kind of that was kind of the time when everything started kicking off. No, that's cool. Um, yeah, because I think that's you know when things definitely seem to start to pick up. But for uh, myself, I guess I didn't really catch wind until um, Lockie was already in the band. How did you guys find him? He's just been he's just been a, ba- a dude in in a local band for for ages. We actually asked. I think I think I think people know this. We asked him to join before Aiden. Um, he was like the original guy we asked to join the band when we were like, um, uh, John, John, I don't know if you should be a vocalist. Maybe you want to look for a new dude. Asked Lockie and he was like, nah, I'm happy in my other band. Um, we're like, oh, are you sure? Like, you know, this could be really cool. And he was like, yeah, nah, not really the right timing. Um, and that, that band broke up like three months later. <laughs> um, so anyway, we yeah, continued on with Aiden and then when things split with him, we just went back to Lockie. We're like, Hey, do you want to actually do it this time? And he's like, yeah, sick. Um, that band broke up. So let's do some shit. And then black Mamba happened and it's all just been smooth sailing since then. Everything's been sick. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good song. Good song. I just this one. <laughs> that's the right one, right? That's, that's the right one. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, it's just, it's, it, everything just flows really well. Like the five of us now, like we're just, we all get along really well. Like we all really enjoy each other's company. We all like, we all gel really well, like musically and writing. It's like, we all just have like our role, you know, it's just all been so solidified since it's the five of us now. Um, you guys are one of the nicest bands on the planet. You're a great <laughs> group of guys. Um, and 
I know it doesn't come off like that because I talk so much shit um, on the show about you guys, but um, legitimately, (laughs) your band is one of the nicest and one of my favorite bands to tour with. Um, That's so nice. Yeah, every day was just is always easy with you guys. We have and Mitch Mitch and John lift big weights at the gym, so you know. It's not like touring with Void of Vision. (laughs) (laughs) Did you tour with those guys? I did. They're on my wall. They're in my living room right now. I have a it was Miss May I Fit for a King, Void of Vision, and Currents. Now Currents. Oh in in Europe. Yeah, I could tour with those guys all the time. I love those bands. Uh, True. I fully didn't know you Void of Vision. I hope you're well. I miss you. I hope you're doing good. Um, Good fellas. Shout out. Shout out to them. Yeah. And I like that that um, gosh, 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 Jack is he's got the the shaved head look going on. It looks good on him. Yeah, it looks hard. I dig it. Very punk rock. Yeah, tough. Yeah, very tough. That's cool. Um, <laughs> hi everyone, and welcome to the mid roll mosh. It is time we discover some chunky new riffs together. Be that Scotty is also an engineer and producer. I thought we would let him pick the band this week, and luckily he chose one that doesn't suck. This week we have Damien by the band Mirrors. And seriously, it's pretty sick. I love melodic metalcore, and this one hits hard. The screamer reminds me of Dave from We Car, which I am a big fan of. And the chorus has a really great melody and quickly got stuck in my head. I love the way his voice sounds on the outro, and I I think the song rocks, so I know you're all going to love it. So here we go, the song Damien by Mirrors. Yeah! 
do you have any like videos or singles any other singles that are coming to us soon with the alpha stuff plenty so many singles yeah we're we're doing heaps of shit i mean i don't know if you saw the release date but it's september so it's it's very far on yeah was it that um late originally or was that pushed um because of touring i think originally the whole album should have been out by now um but then obviously everything that went on we pushed it back a little bit and then kept pushing it back and then we were just like man we just gotta we just gotta put it out like as much as it's like you know you put out an album to tour it i mean that's why the the release date's so far away yeah um it's like man we've been you know you, you know how it is working on an album you put so much effort into working on an album um then to just sit on it for so long because you can't tour it's like man i just want I just want someone to hear the songs already. Um, 100%. Yeah. So, um, it definitely, it got pushed back a fair bit, but, um, because of that, we're going to do a lot more singles. We're going to do a lot more video stuff when we can all finally get together and film some stuff. Um, there's going to be heaps more singles. We're, gonna, we're doing a lot of singles just, just so people can hear something. Cause I mean, everyone's just sitting at home like us. We're just like, Everyone's just sitting at home waiting to do something, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going crazy. Well, I actually, I'm doing better at the moment, but I was losing my shit for a little while. I had one of those, like, I think it was like a week ago, I just broke down to my fiance and was like, I haven't been without the guys this long in six years, and I miss <laughs> them so much. <sighs> oh, my gosh, I'm such a baby. It's, so, it's um, such a but it's, it's weird. A- we have such codependent relationships that most people don't. It's not like having a normal coworker that you go no. and you see for eight hours and then you go home and you talk shit about to your wife. Like, I'll you, we all live together when we're together, so you become far more intimate. And um, you know, it's weird not waking up and having Brian tell me what to do. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. I want to wake up and I want to pull on his toes while he's in his bunk because he hates it. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, it's, it's interesting. I hope that we can all get back to it very soon. Um, but at least you have something cool to do in the meantime and you can actually really watch the stats and see how it goes. And you're only one single into a new release. So yeah. it must give some high hopes. I mean, ideally maybe you release in September, we go out in October, boom, life is back to normal. I know it's, it works so well if we actually get to go. <laughs> Have you heard the brand of sacrifice band that's opening that? Tour? I, um, is that I, I don't want to seem so like new, but is that is that the band with the, where the mask was well? Is that that band? No, nah, they, <laughs> I, they I didn't see any masks, but um, singers got dreadlocks. It's pretty cool. Um, oh, man. I'm thinking of a complete. They're a more metal <laughs> band than you know the rest of our bands, but they're really good. Um, actually, they have a podcast show themselves. And it's um, aired on Adobe Howl, and my show is going to start getting aired on Adobe Howl soon. Oh, um, shit. So uh, I should really check them out. I haven't actually listened to them before. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I like it. Um, Where are they from? Are they from, are they from over there? I don't the know. I think so. I'm looking. Where, where are we? Uh, oh, Toronto. Okay. Canadians. Canadians. Oh, interesting. Sorry. Like Drake. Yeah. That's cool. I better check him out. I would, uh, never slide. Never, <laughs> I would, I, 
You guys like when I sing like Drake? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know what I didn't ask you earlier? What's up? I, I didn't ask you at the beginning of the episode if you wanted to get tucked. Ah, uh, that's like the main if part. Ready? Of- that's the thing. It's like, hey, are you ready to get tucked? I mean, we could just do it now and edit it in. Nah. Nah. Uh, all right, Scotty, are you ready to get tucked? Let's get tucked. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, after how much effort we put into getting this episode recorded today. Um, we stayed for a while. <laughs> it would happen with you, though, because you're such an audio wizard that I would be like, hey, I'm having trouble recording my podcast today. <laughs> um, but... So lately, you have just been recording, but before we get into what you're currently recording, let's talk to yeah. Paris a little bit. I was very mind-blown when you told me that you worked on that record, um, because I think, like most people, I am a fan of it. It is quite good, and it is blowing up. Um, that band has kind of blown up in a very similar trajectory to the way Crystal Lake did, where it was like, yeah, all we do is it's kind of like wage war. All we need is one record. Cool. That's great. You got your, you guys are a big band now. Um, yeah. And their previous release, uh, mortal coil. Yes. Yeah. Great album. But this album is so refined, so well written. I am massive fan of it. Now, have you known these guys for a long time? Um, what's your yeah, relationship yeah. like with them? I mean, yeah, we've, I don't know if we ever, we've never toured with them before somehow, but, um, yeah, we've known, we've known them for ages, just fellow Aussie bands that somehow cross paths because there's not many of us that, that tour a lot. Um, so yeah, we've known them, we've known them for years. Um, honestly, I, I play Fortnite. I used to play Fortnite with Rick, like <laughs> most nights we just hang out. Us, me, me, Rick, and a few other people would just hang out and play Fortnite. Cool. Uh, so, um, their their sound guy Lance, who's who's our sound guy as well, it was just like a, a mutual thing. Um, like we all worked together. Me, me and Lance worked together a lot. Um, and then it just ended up that they they wanted to work with Aussie guys on the next release, and so they're like, oh, you know, the last release they did, they brought two guys down, one guy did the instrumentals one guy did vocals and they're like yeah we want to do that again and it just ended up working out that they wanted me and lance to work on the next album so it was like holy shit that's that's a fucking big album you know i've never done anything that big yeah. before besides you know the, the only other big stuff i've done was like an alpha wolf release and other other bands from oz never anything like as big as polaris and i was like yeah the mortal Core did really well so it was a big fucking task to be like, hey, we're going to do this album and fucking top it and you and Lance are going to do it. And we're like, shit, we got to do a really good job of this because a lot of people want it to be really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it had a pretty decent budget on it. Um, I can't imagine uh, that there wasn't a ton of pressure on you guys. Now, be that... So you're saying that you guys tracked it... Um. Did you guys produce it at all or was it just them? Yeah, it was it was definitely like a joint effort. Um I guess yeah, we pretty kind of produced it together. It was like it was it was a very big joint effort. They they're very, very vocal on like what they want in, in a good way. You know, they they um 
they all kind of have to agree on on the part of a song you know it's not just like you know one guy that's like this is how it's going to be yeah. and you go yeah Cool, let's do it like that. It's like if all five of them don't agree that that's the part and that's like the vocal part or that's like the guitar melody or like, you know, if all five of them don't agree on it, like it's not happening. And I've, I've, never, actually, I've never worked with a band like that before where it's like all five of them have to be like, yeah, this is the part and then you move on. It's usually just like one guy is like, you know, well, the main. Maybe that's why it's so um, good. 100% that's why it's so good they're so critical on themselves like insanely critical um, that that's why it's you know that's why it is what it is because they're so hard on themselves to make it like the best it can be like you know it can't just be okay it can't just be good it has to be fucking perfect um, especially Dan the drummer like I don't know if I don't know if it's that well known but like he's like he's obviously the guy that writes the drums He's but he's like the main Besides Rick, he's kind of like the main songwriter. He writes, he writes all the all the vocals, all the melodies, all the lyrics. What? Um, yeah, that's that's him. That's what he does. Um, he's like the him and him and Rick are kind of like the backbones of the band. They kind of like put all like the main the main shit in, and then it's like all all argued on from that point on to to be now. But yeah, Dan, Dan is like the main the main lyric guy, the main melody guy. He writes he writes the hooks, he writes the choruses. That's that's his jam. No fucking way. Yeah, he's a fucking what, genius. Ja- man. Jamie is the singer's name. Yeah, yeah, Jamie's the singer's. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's so. I mean, both yeah. voices are really great, and I think they complement each other really well. Um, I yeah. just always it's, been so interested when I find out that um, the singers don't um, write uh, all their lyrics or whatever. Uh, but I guess yeah, I'm a singer. Um, uh, it's, it's 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 very interesting. It's not. I don't think it's a common thing I come by. Like recording bands, it's usually the singer that writes it. Um, but man, Jamie's just Jamie's probably got the most interesting voice I've ever recorded. He's just he's got so many voices, and it's just I don't know. You, very like you, powerful. Very powerful. Probably one of the loudest guys. Yeah, it looks like he's really going for it. It doesn't look like a fry scream to me. Yeah, but he's just like. He's he's like one of the most talented guys I've tracked, but one of the most like he, like he he can do so much with his voice that he just doesn't know he can do. It's insane. Like he can just do so many voices, and he's just like he just doesn't really he just doesn't know he can do them. But then he just does it, and it's like so fucking good. It's it's crazy. <laughs> well, that's why I think partially maybe why he's blowing up so quick because. It's just a, a very unique a voice. You hear it and it's like it's so emotional and you connect with it. I think that's why people love his voice so much. It's it's there's no one really out there that can do what he does, I don't think. Well, and I think that's why you would assume he writes the lyrics as well because his delivery is so sincere. And, and that's what makes it so crazy is that yeah, like Dan will throw lyrics and throw patterns and melodies at him. And he'll just nail it. And you're like, dude, what's like, he's just crazy, man. It's yeah, I'm super, super thankful I got to got to work on that. It was it was a hard record to make, tell you that. Um, I can only just, imagine they they just they seem like they take their shit very seriously. They take it very seriously and they tour a lot. <laughs> like we it was it was originally recorded in the same place the Mortal Core was. We hired a, the same holiday house. It was it was in the middle of New South Wales in in a beach town. We all hired a house, 
me and Lance, we um, pulled apart our, our studios, drove it, drove it there in a van, um, and yeah, recorded in a beach house for four weeks, and then didn't get the album done because it wasn't written. <laughs> um, and then they went and toured for another two months, and then they came to our studios back at home where we live and finished it off there for like three or f- another three or four weeks. Yeah, it was a, it was a crazy experience. Um, very stressful. Very, very stressful. We recorded it. Um, pardon, sorry the, for interrupting you. Um, nah, you saying? Um, I was just saying, yeah, it was, it was a very, very last minute. We, um, we recorded until literally the last minute, I think until before they had to leave to go to Canada to start the like monster flames tour. And then they joined the, then they joined the, was it the wage war tour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were recorded literally until I think we got up at 7am on that day, did like two more hours tracking and then they, they left to go to do that. It was, yeah. Crazy stuff. Um, did you, uh, where's, the, where's this Lance guy come from? Who is he? What's Lance? Lance is the mythical guy from Oz that, He's he's uh, he's done every like every alpha release, every mix. He's done all our mixes. He's um he's our live sound guy. He's Polaris is a live sound guy. Um, yeah, he's just like the go to guy for us to for, for live and for studio stuff. He he like he makes the Void of Vision record, he makes Grave Mind. Um, the yeah, the Void Pol- record, the one with the orange on it and whatever. Uh, he's got on it. Uh, what's it called? Um. Fuck, I worked on it too. I should know the name of it. I can't remember the name of the record. That's um, okay. What the latest Void of Vision record? Yeah, he, he's done like all the all the pop and old stuff that's come out in the past couple of years. He's he's like he's the dude. He's the man. That's sick. Cool. Um, well, thank you for telling me all about that. I mean, it was just such a shock to me when I uh, first heard that you did because I be that I am so uh, technologically challenged. When I hear like, oh, I listened to that. You did that? That's sick. Like, it's pretty cool, man. And you're a young guy. So the fact that you are already starting to get your hands on some decent records um, is pretty pretty astounding. It seems like you are going to have a fruitful future when it comes to recording and tracking. Um, it's what, cool, man. What do um, you work in? Um, I work in Pro Tools. I've, work, I've worked in that for fucking years, years and years and years. Um yeah, I've, I've worked on like all the alpha releases, um, whether it's producing or trackings and stuff or whatever. Um, worked with like, yeah, Void of Vision, like Grave Mind. Um, yeah, I'm doing a few cool new releases now. It's just, it's just the balance of, you know, between Alpha Wolf and being at home recording that's hard to, hard to nail usually, but right now it's like, you know, I'm at home every fucking day. So it's like, I'll just go into my next room into my studio and just start working on something. Cause I know one's touring right now. So I'm just at home. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sweet though. Um, Very weird. To keep um, Did you learn how to use it yeah. via like YouTube and stuff or how'd you learn how to use pro tools? Um, I did, I did like a two year course at TAFE at, at, um, I don't know what you call it. A college, I guess for Americans. Um, but the usual thing of like, they don't, you know, they don't really teach you that much. And I didn't really listen what very did you well. Call your college or university? Um, TAFE. It's like a, um, fuck, I don't even know what it stands for, man. It's, it's, like it's, it's, it's kind of like- yeah. Yeah. It's like a university, but like a shitty version. <laughs> that's, that's what the course was through that I, I learned 
a lot of shit. But I don't know, it was kind of the thing where like they teach you a lot of like the right ways to do things and, and everything in metal and hardcore is like the opposite of the right way to do things, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was more so I did that for two years to kill some time and just do nothing. And then I just started doing it and figuring it all out, which is way better to do. Which I'm sure like most dudes who do this for a living are like, yeah, if you, you, you don't need a college ed- education to learn to do this shit. You just, you just start doing it, record your friend's band, record it's whatever local band. stupid though. It is hard uh, when you're you stupid. Know, I know, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying like, uh, you know, some people pick it up and are just really can understand it naturally and are quite good at it. I have yeah. such a challenge with recording myself and having it sound really good but i guess the other thing is when you're used to having other people make demos for you forever yeah things sounds really good and then you try to do it yourself and you're like i thought this was really easy why doesn't it sound as good as yeah. he's demo? <laughs> yeah. everything sounds like it's underwater um <laughs> no that's awesome there's just so much stuff online now to, to learn how to do it you know i think yeah. that's like the craziest thing is you don't need like a college education to learn how to do this. It's like, if you care enough to want to know how to do it, I feel you can learn to do it very easily. It's just, if you have like the creative edge to do it in a way, someone else isn't doing it. Cause I mean, it's that easy to do now. Like what, what separates you from, from someone else is like, is the biggest thing now. It's cause like the skills and like the tools are out there. It's, but it's like, yeah, what, what makes you different to anyone else is doing it. Anyone can do it. I agree with that for sure. Um, I, yeah, I just need to put more time into it. And yeah, that's it. Um, it's like, if you're not dedicated to it, I think that's like the hardest part. It's like, well, if you don't want to be better, I mean, someone else is working harder than you. So I'll make it down is just such a challenge sometimes, you know, no, no, it is something that I really desperately do like want and need to be better at because everyone else in my band is actually quite good at it. Um, so, cause even Ryan, um, for the new backbreaker switch that we did with, we came as Romans and he said, the weight, he recorded the vocals at his house for himself. For that, all himself, damn, yeah. killed it. Yeah. Really cool, really good job. Yeah, he's so stupidly talented. It's annoying. <laughs> and, and Daniel does his own shit as well. Hey, he's he's oh, done yeah. all the. I mean, he's awesome. done all the Phineas stuff and whatnot. Uh, yeah, like he fucking kills it. He did the new. There's this band called Light Worker who just sound signed to Solid State. Which, if you're listening and you enjoy um, riffy things, kind of like Phineas periphery kind of stuff meets a little bit more metalcore uh, light worker. Go check it out. But recorded mixed uh, by Daniel Gailey. You, I don't listen to it. I should, I should check it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm a fan. It sounds good. Dan did a good job on it and he did a good job on that last Phineas record too. Um, Fuck yeah. I just can't imagine, you know, let alone recording myself, but when it's all just, <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, that's got to take so long. Yeah, I mean, I still don't even record Alpha Records myself just because I don't want to do that, man. It's 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 one thing to record yourself, but like, man, I want to I want to focus on playing well and you know all that all that yeah. bullshit. So does Lance record you when you do Alpha Records or who? Right. Yeah, the last one, um, like we produced it together, I guess you could say that, um, and then he tracked 
he tracked me and tracked a bassist and then I just did the vocals because I wanted to we wanted to take our time on it just make it like perfect you know we we took we, we recorded vocals for like over over a month it was like four it was maybe like four to six weeks we well, just nice like for Rocky though you get a good break on it and stuff yeah well that was the best thing it was like you know we'd do like three days and then have a couple of days off like listen over shit like pull shit apart like delete whole songs just start again he'd come in fresh and we'd just do it all again we just did it till we were happy it was like that was the best thing about it it was just no rush yeah it was we just kept going until it was perfect, which I guess is not is, is something that a lot of people can't do. Which since we were do, since I was doing it, I was like, well, we have the capability of doing it. Let's just take our time, and you know, there ain't no rush. We just got to get it done by this date. So we, that's like eight weeks away. You know, let's spend eight weeks doing vocals. I don't fucking care. Let's just make it fucking perfect. If I remember correctly, that's kind of how you know, especially since ABR has recorded with the same guys for quite some time i believe that jake uh like paces out his songs pretty well too where it's like yeah i'll come in do a song and wait wait wait, wait, and do a song like i think that's a smart way to approach it because you really get to keep your voice at its best where um man after three months of rest my voice feels awesome yeah really nice and i haven't had this kind of rest in and i know ryan feels the same he feels really great sure Um, some, it's, and you don't have to blast out 12 songs in a week yeah like if, if you're just going day after day like there's no way you're at you're at your peak on all those days like you'll, you'll get it done 100 percent. you know everyone will get it done but it's like is that is that your best like if you rested for two days and then went back at it would you be better like that's that's kind of how i look at it it's not something that every band can do but yeah it's something if, financially that's hard to do but drew is good at that where once we get through a certain level of um, writing out the songs, maybe it, you know it's not. He starts tracking vocals pretty quickly, so Ryan doesn't have to jam it all out in a couple days. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been a big fan of Drew's work for a while now. So he's the best. He's so he does a lot of cool records in this last year. Because he has a silent partner that a lot of people don't know about, Jeff Dunn. Yeah, who, I mean, um, helps I think mix and uh, helps to track some things. Yeah, I, I've I know a lot about Drew, but I'm always interested in the dynamic, like who who does what. If it's like the same for each project, or is like because like Drew is like comes the, in to track guitars and and bass and stuff. Okay, um, so Drew's like the producer and Jeff's like the oh, mixer. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. just doesn't really like love tracking instruments as much as he does writing. So you'll get the whole song laid out in demo form with him. And then when it's like, okay, these are done, these, everything's written, Jeff will come in and bang it all out with us. Um, True. And find the right settings, make sure everything sounds perfect. He's got a really great ear when it comes to that and is just so good at tracking instruments and um, is really easy to work with. It's a very low stress environment. He's very fun. Um, So it proves to be very enjoyable. Um, And I think they have just a very good yin and yang kind of situation going with each other. I think it's very similar to the me and Lance (laughs) situation in a lot of sense. Like we don't really like, we worked a we work together on a lot of releases, but we don't like you know it's not yeah. like me and Lance, you know it's like we do separate shit, but the stuff we do together is like yeah, I'll produce it, I'll track it, 
and then I'll palm it off to him because I'm like, well, I've done my part. Now yeah. let's get new new ears on it, and then he'll make it sound better than I ever could because my ears are cooked by that point. I don't want to keep working on it. <laughs> Send it to someone else. <laughs> no, that's awesome, and and you know it keeps the fun in the project where Drew just he lives, eats, and drinks the bands that are in the studio with him. So like he's listening to the demos all day, every day when he's not at work, uh, yeah. when he's not in the studio with you, he's coming in with fresh ideas. He hears every aspect of the song. He knows how to build songs so quickly. And it's just a joy. He's, I love him very much. He's such an amazing friend and uh, getting to work with him is like a total privilege. Like, I feel very blessed to get to work with that dude. Like he's, yeah, he's on a lot of cool records. I really like, so yeah, shout out to Drew. I don't yeah, know. You should but... link up with him at some point and chat. With yeah. Him. Um, Definitely. I really like his work. Him and Jeff. Yeah. You know, you always got to throw in Jeff. You can't let him be left out. Um, cause he yeah. really is a part of the puzzle when, you want tracking instruments can be stressful and you want to be with someone who really takes the ease out of you. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Do you let you focus on playing? This is off topic, but do you live with someone? Yeah, just my partner, Emily, just me and me and her live together. Is she listening to music in the background? Um, there's music playing in the background. Yeah. Oh, okay. can you? No, I, just, <laughs> I have like, I'll, I'll notice it and then I won't notice it and then I'll likely <laughs> hear it depending on, but I also have terrible hearing. Um, I mean, if you can hear that's quite a shit, man. You got good hearing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've had, uh, five surgeries on my ears. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. My, I, I had, uh, so when you're old, sometimes babies, you know, they have flat eardrums and you have to have tubes put in your ears to create um, circulation of fluid. And sure. I had th- three sets of those put in throughout my youth because they eventually fall out, but then my ears would never grow and get better. And like live music stuff is just like a, a thing born with. Or? No, this is all before then. So this is just as, as my being born until I was like, 12 I had an ear infection like every other week Jesus Um, it was pretty rough and then so after the three sets of tubes eventually one of them stayed in my ear for like five years and my ear started growing over it instead of rejecting it oh damn and so then they had to rip it out of my ear and it my eardrum wouldn't heal so then they had to do a skin graft on my eardrum uh, so Jeez. my ears have been through the shit. <laughs> but, um, I would love music, but I'm <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's I just really need the protection when I go to shows. When I I like to wear it. Um, the only the way that it's really affected me what what I was diagnosed with, and it sounds funny, is it's called selective hearing. So <laughs> it's. For me, it's if I have two competing sounds coming at me at the same time, I can only really hear one of them. So, like, if I'm eating a chip, but I'm trying to have a com like you're talking to me, it sounds yeah. like Charlie Brown, like, wah, 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 wah. Right, sure. Yeah. So, like, even, you know, I'll have times where I just learned to do things to adjust, where a lot of times I put my chin on a guitar to tune it because the vibrations go through and feel better and I can hear better. Um 
But that's only if people are like talking around me or if there's noise or some shit. Um, Dang. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fun fact about me. I've never talked, I never put that on the show before. So there you go. Um, that's a, that's what's up. So, dude, what's next for Alpha Wolf? Are we expecting some videos sooner than later? Are we? How many singles are we getting? Are we getting all of the whole record before the record's out? Give me, give me well, the lowdown. You're getting, definitely getting a few singles. I'm not too sure how many yet. But there'll be a new song out. What month are we in? There'll be a new song out next month. Um, there'll be like there'll be a handful of music videos. We're gonna do some guitar playthroughs. Mitch is posting drum covers on his Instagram like fucking crazy. That man's a fucking junkie for drum covers. He just loves it, drummers. Just love drums. Crazy oh, yeah. shit. Um, so anyway, he's posting there. Um, yeah, we're just trying to keep busy because like we can't play shows, and I think it's. Like everyone just driving us fucking crazy that we can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, John's so, got to be going crazy without being able to go to the gym too. Like, because he uh, he can't do normal workouts at home. Like he lifts crazy weight. Yeah, he does. Big boy, John. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think he's been. Well, John, gyms aren't open here, so everything's still shut. Yeah, um, for everyone listening, their bassist John. He does like strong man weightlifting, so not just like normal people weightlifting. He very strong um (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was one of those like go to the gym and watch him do stuff and it's like oh that's that's all the points dude that's (laughs) you did all of that okay Um, you did all of them yeah Uh, because when i first met him he was not into it so it was crazy switch dude he he got into it quick from what i saw and he just lifted a lot very very quickly blessed he just has the bod for it um yeah and man's lifting some weights. Yeah. It's yeah, wild. Um, so yeah, Mitch has been very active. I've been seeing his posts a lot. It's awesome. Hopefully yeah. he'll cover the new misery signals video. That's supposed to come out today. Um, yeah, he put out Misery signals song recently. I think it was an old off. song. Yeah. It was something off controller. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but it's so sick and it makes sense. He looks like he would like to play misery signals. Um, yeah. Anything more complicated than Alpha Wolf, and he's happy to do it because <laughs> we we don't crazy we don't, chops. Yeah, he does, and we don't stress him out a little bit. He's just, we just play breakdowns, man. It's so simple for him. Yeah, you know? he needs more to, blast beats. We dude, I tried on the album. Uh, I'm sorry, anyone listening, but like, man, there's like two blast beats, one one proper one, but like, I tried to write blast beats to Mitch because man, he loves blast beats, but like, I just couldn't do it. It's so hard. So there's one proper yeah. one. Loves it. But Those that's are my it. favorite. I love blast <laughs> beats. I love death metal vocals. I want yeah. things to sound like the Black Dahlia murder. He loves blast beats. If yeah. if it good, I think Alpha Wolf would just be a blast beat band. He'd be he'd be so happy. But it just ain't. Yeah. So no, you guys are <laughs> playing breakdowns. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's cool. Art, right, you know, in your songwriting, are you a big fan of the Death Card? By sworn in, hundred percent, man. Cool. Especially writing for the first album, I think. When did that come out? Twenty seventeen. I think the death card came out while I was writing for that album, and it was a mad, very, very big influence on on that sound of that album. So I've, yeah, I've I'm spoken to Chris um, from Sworn in a few times. We we met him when they came to Oz, and he was like, yeah, like he was saying um, that. that they, they, we get, um, 
what do you call it? We get compared to them a lot. He sees so many comments about that where where what where what Swan in should have been if they kept going good, and he was we were just having a good laugh about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, funny guy. He's he's a really nice guy. We we chatted a fair bit when they when they came down. Um, yeah, they took a bit north lane in um in Oz. That's awesome. Uh, he was saying he was just saying how many comments he saw about oh yeah Alpha for this what Swan in should have been. <laughs> it's I funny have seen when those same comments. Um, it's pretty funny. I I love it. Uh, it's a good laugh. You know it. Yeah. I mean, you can't say one band should be like whatever you want it to be. You know. Well, he the, the he took it level in. was very cool. It just. It was, dude. I all over the place. Really liked that album, but the death card was just perfect. When it came out, it was just something special, you know. I still yeah. love that album. Yeah, I think I would have loved to see them try to recreate that album again and go for that. But um, yeah, you know, to each their own. I get what they were going for because the first time I heard the Lover the Devil, I thought it was mind blowing. Um, yeah, I was also very high. Um, <laughs> I would have loved to hear. Um, yeah, there was one night we're out on tour, and we were gonna go stay at um, what was the Machine Shop, now known as Graphic Nature Audio, owned by Will Putney, and sleep there for the night because we were coming into Jersey. And we get to the studio, and Randy, who's um, the other uh, main engineer there, and he does like Kublai Khan, left behind a bunch of other badass bands. He was like, hey, dude, like, you want to do some dabs and listen to the new Sworn In? I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, this sounds great. Keeping in mind, this was when I first joined the band, so I didn't smoke any pot when I was on tour. And so I haven't smoked in, like, a month. I take dab rips, which took me to the fucking moon. And then <laughs> he puts on the lover, the devil. And yeah. I, my band made fun of me for the longest time for this. Cause after I listened to it, I went into the bunk room and I was like, guys, the new sworn in is the greatest thing. They're the <laughs> next bring me the horizon. And um, my band was just like, you're so high, go to bed. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they were not the next bring me the horizon. Cause they, no weren't um but i thought that record was very cool um but but the death card is just one million like that you know it's very i don't want to say it it's just like that album was just something special man and i i I wish i could have heard part two as much as it sucks to say that about a band you like i wish i could just do that but do it again it's like what if you i really but if you did i would really I would really like to hear that if that's if you if you got it sitting somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I it's interesting. My um, one of my best friends was uh, Sworn In's manager through all that yeah. time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I would be interested to hear a Death Card Part Two as well. So hopefully they'll come back. It's really up to Tyler. He's got yeah. the one who wants to do the damn band. Um, but. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of people do compare you guys, so it's natural to ask. Like, hey, it's funny. I mean, I think I think from the first album, it makes sense to compare us. I don't, I don't think in. Uh, I mean, you can you can compare the whammy stuff, I guess, but I think in these days, especially when people hear the new album, I don't think it's um, anything similar to what Swan In have done. So, are you guys in Currents going to do a tour called "A Quiet Place"? I feel safest to die. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should. Shout out to Karen. It's a new album. Really it's cool. like that band. The world is a beautiful place, and I'm no longer afraid to die. Yeah, as in Currents. Um, <laughs> have you guys toured with them? No, we were meant to. Uh, was it in May? We were meant to be in Europe with them when Polaris. Um, and then that didn't happen. So they're such a sexual band. I. I love You've thought them. very, very highly of them, so I have very high expectations. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of people that are on my like favorites list to tour with, but Currents is 1,000% up there. Um, Ryan Castaldi is my boyfriend, and uh, yeah, it's they're the most fun. I mean, Chris now lives down the street for where I was living for two years, Um but we would see each other quite a bit when we were off tour. Um, but they're, you know, they're, they're real friends. They're like people that are, are two hours away from me and I will drive to see them and like yeah. hang out with them in real life. Not just not be just, like, Hey, no, we're ever, together. Like, cool. See you in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely <laughs> care about their well being and, yeah. Them. Uh, but yeah, they're the, they're like the nicest people ever. I like, I think the, in, the most interesting thing is listening to, or thinking about like how, when we were all kids, you know, myself, particularly now as a 31 year old man, it's like, all I ever wanted was to like be a band dude and tour and put out records. And now I get to do it, but it doesn't feel real. Um, yeah it's never like what you thought it would be like when you were a kid unfortunately (laughs) i mean because it just feels like i just have friends from all over the planet who do the same thing that we've been doing forever it just so happens that sometimes a lot of people come to the show Um, yeah but yeah it's it you know it's nice they what i was getting to is just the way that i uh feel when i hang out with them is they're just normal Nice, kind, loving people, um, and that's all you can really ask for. So, yeah, it's funny. The, the more you tour and, and you realize, either bands you looked up to or bands you thought were really cool, are kind of just people like you. They just they just play in a band because it's what they do. But yeah. you just think some kind of god, some kind of like superhuman. But you meet them and you're like, ah, oh, you're just like a normal person. But I never thought you'd be just like a normal person. Oh, 100%. And, um, you know, it, yeah, it's just you, you never expect it to be anything like that. Or you thought when you were younger, like, certain bands were so big. I thought bands yeah. were huge. And then it's like, oh, no, you guys used to play to, like, 150 people a night. Like, <laughs> that was probably really frustrating for you because I thought your band was way better than that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we toured Oz with um, August Burns Red, and, you know, that was a band I listened to when I was, you know, 15 or 16, and then turns out like, we ended up doing the 10 year anniversary of constellations and i was like see i used to listen i used to try and learn your songs and i was like man i'm not good enough to learn this i'm fucking 15 years old i can't play this you know i'm 25 years old and i'm touring with you now like main yeah. support playing massive rooms and halls it's like very very weird that was a, one of those bands for me too man i you know i've been a fan of them for ever uh i mean you know 10 years 15 years yeah, And uh, that was one of those ones where, you know, the first night one of the first tour we did with August Burns Red, which is crazy to think we've done multiple now. 
<laughs> um, night one, I'm I'm playing with my bass stuff. I'm standing over by myself, and Matt Griner comes up to me and just goes, "Hey, man, I'm Matt. Like, nice to meet you." And I was just like, "I'm, I'm, I'm and this literally happened to me as well. You don't have to introduce yourself to <laughs> yeah. me. I know who the fuck you are. You're the greatest <laughs> metalcore drummer of all time." And but I was to her, the exact same thing happened to me. Walked on stage and he was like, hey, I'm Matt. I'm like, yeah, I know who the fuck you are. Um, yeah, what? crazy, man. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff is mind-blowing. And you, you never really think about it where I have to, you know, sometimes wake up and be like, dude, I'm not a 16-year-old kid, like, pursuing this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm a grown man. Uh, <laughs> but I guess I, I love living in the clouds. I love feeling like none of this is real. Um, cause I just enjoy it so much. It's the yeah. greatest high that you could ever have when things actually work. Um, Sad. but yeah, that's cool. Who's your dream band to get to tour with, with Alpha Wolf? Is it the 10, the death guard 10 year reunion? Oh, that'd be tight. I mean, as an Australian band, I'd have to say Parkway, I yes. think. I mean, they're just the, I mean, if if you didn't think you could get anywhere as an Australian band, like Parkway kind of made that a reality, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. Because, um, you know, before Parkway, there was no one. No one had ever done it before them. Um, so since they did. Really? I guess the first Australian band I listened to was I Killed the Prom Queen. The, uh, yeah, Prom Queen were definitely on that trajectory and then they kind of dropped off but oh, they needed like, crafter on vocals once they lost crafter yeah they exactly so then Parkway just, cool, but not as as good but. they just didn't yeah they didn't ever get as far but then parkway just like took over the fucking world and it was like oh shit like and and ozban can do that you know like that yeah, like playing playing metal yeah, they're like they're playing the headlining festivals in Europe as an Australian band. So, you know, they made it like a reality that it's actually possible if you if you work hard enough. So I think it it'd have to be them. I mean, we've we we played with them once. We we did a we did actually twice. We did a Oz, we did a we did a Melbourne show and a Sydney show. Um but we didn't tour with them, you know, it doesn't count. My band was going to tour count. with them until the world ended. True. That was that was announced. Yeah, it was wasn't only it? going to be us, Knocked Loose, Hate Breed, and Parkway Drive. What a terrible tour to be a part of. Terrible. Yeah, okay. only going to play like eight thousand cap room in Toronto. It's what. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not bitter. No, not, not bitter at all. At all. Um, <laughs> yeah, that band's amazing. The last, I think, the first time I saw them, and it wasn't. There was one tour they did where it was like them, my children, my bride. And someone else they put and stick to your guns and they played very small that's rooms. But I missed that tour. First time, but I think so, yeah, hmm? that's that's the thing that's so special about them is like I think a lot of people in Oz we like you'd see them every three or three to six months and they'd play tiny rooms, and it was always chaos. But it was like I think it's such a special thing for for people that saw them in Australia going from where they were to where they were you've just been with them this whole journey and now you're like and it's like a, it's like a proud parent thing but then it's yeah. not it's not it's not like that but it's like you've seen you've seen them go from such a small thing to like 
pretty much the biggest metalcore band in the world nearly yeah. you know oh yeah no legitimately uh, and i i think it's funny because i love when people leave the comment like i hate new parkway i only like old parkway if for yeah. every one of them there's 10 new fans so shut up you're wrong new parkway's great imagine being 40 and still playing a breakdowns all the time I, that's you know? crazy man like i'll be i'd be one to say their old stuff I enjoy more, but that's just because, you know, it's it, the first thing you hear by a band is usually the thing you'll always like reference back to, you know, that's, that's how music works. You hear the first thing from a band, you're like, that's where you're going to refer it to forever. Um, but you know, you, I love you the grow. old stuff. I think it's yeah. incredible. I just think you have to be realistic as a fan sometimes and be understanding where it's like, yeah, they're not going to write the same song forever. And Parkway is one of those bands where we might get the next record might be in the middle where it's like kind of heavy, like the old stuff and some of the anthemic metal. But if they never put their feet into those waters, they may never really see if they want to swim. You know what I mean? And and it's important for them to try that out as artists. And when you see yeah. them play those songs live and you're like, oh, this is like a ghost concert, but it's Parkway Drive. Like, <laughs> this is sick. I'm a, and, I'm a fan. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think, think it's something you don't really understand. <laughs> I think this is something I didn't understand until I started trying to write another album is that you can't write the same album twice as a musician, I don't think, unless you that you don't care enough. It's like if you, as a fan, you just want to keep hearing the same fucking album because you love that sound. But as a musician, you're like, man, I can't write the same fucking album again. I've already done it. Like, you got to do something new. And how many albums in a day? Like six, seven albums? Like, yeah, got to be. Yeah, you can't expect someone like that to write an album that they wrote 10 years ago as a musician. Like, that's not that's not progression. That's not anything new. Like, they, you would never do that. And I think as a musician or as someone writing music, I don't think you really understand that until you try and do it. So I think as a fan, it's not something you really understand or it's something I didn't understand until I started trying to write, you know, a second album or, you know, a follow up to anything. You realize you can't do the same fucking thing again because you already did it. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm with you, man. I mean, we, I think fit for a King, I have songs that I want to, make better versions of sometimes. Yeah. Um, but you definitely can't um, just be like, well, I'm going to just redo this whole thing and like try to go forward again. Yeah. And, um, I'm just going to do that. Know, but there's no natural growth. Um, yeah. But man, there was one cool parkway tour I got to see years ago. It was in fear and faith. I see stars parkway drive a day to remember at upstate concert hall in Clifton park. Dang. Um, Parkway and Dead Remember, that's a combo. That's yeah, a combo. Yeah, sick. And I mean, at the time you had Icy Stars had just put out, I think, either 3D or their first record. Um, yeah. And uh, In Fear and Faith was a pretty cool band. They did the double screen. I really liked them. Yeah. They were really cool. Yeah, I got to see them a few times. A lot of those like early Rise tours used to come through the Poughkeepsie area a lot. Um, but... I see stars. I really liked that band when they first started. Uh, was it, I was it a tree work? Good. That album they put out tree, tree work or something. Fuck, tree, what was house? That? tree house. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked that album. Yeah. I never got into yeah. early stuff, but 
Yeah, the tree- one line that they have that I think gets stuck in my head all the time is just that, can you give me my breath back? Can you give me my breath <laughs> um, It's in my head all the time, um, similar to, if I become a crooked churl. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to sing like that to Rory. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> to everyone. I'm gonna. That's going to be the next episode. I'm saying it now. It's going to be Rory. I'm going to sing to him like that. And it's going to be very sexual. Yeah. And everyone's going to like it. Just here. Fall apart. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, <laughs> sleep talk. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Uh, it's just so good. If you can't, I can play that song. It literally just plays in my brain, like on repeat. It's so, it, the melody in that is amazing. But when he sings those lines that into the night, I drink and drive anything to, to help me let go, let go. Like the, the, the scream on into the night, like is unreal. It's so yeah. fierce. Oh um, God! Do you watch the live video that just came out of them? I did, and I was I was blown away that it was live. Honestly, they were. I think we were going to get Caliber videos on the tour we were doing together. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. yeah, those they're nice people. They come and do that, and then occasionally they get one of those that sounds like Dayseekers or the Chelsea Grin one that everyone knows for hostage. One was insane. That that went nuts online. It's the best live video of any metalcore band. Yeah, ever. I agree. Hands like, down. Yeah. It's so it's so tight. If you needed to be sold on should I go see this band, that was, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Damn. Yeah. Fucking I think I'm gonna die here. Um that's another one of those I love those guys. Um they're good friends of mine, but I have to constantly be an asshole and be around them and be like, because <laughs> it's, I can't scream. Yeah. It's my favorite. And I have to do it all the time because it's so good. Talk yeah. We didn't quite get that with them. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Really? You know, wait, did you guys tour with Chelsea? Green? Wait, well, I, mean, I mean, yeah, we did. We did, but we didn't, um, Hang out. We got God. We got like five days in, so we saw him like twice in those five days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I wanted every. It's Steve is um, probably the most social one in in the group. Um, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Pablo is social <laughs> too. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we we hung out with Pablo a little bit. He was he was really nice, really yeah. cool guy. But yeah, they're definitely um, it it. it I mean, you already knew us in Crystal Lake, so it was just super fast right back into like, hi, missed you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's hang out. Like, I mean, God, exactly. me, John, and Mitch were back at the gym together day one. Uh, yeah. I think the <laughs> show it was like, oh, cool. Yeah. See you at the gym. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that's it's just so many good metalcore records. And this year or the year before, what a good tour. Just all my favorites. But someday I mean, again, we will do it. Maybe we'll do it again. I hope we'll do it again. We'll definitely get you back over to the U.S. again, for sure. I mean, I can't imagine. Hopefully, we still get to go to Europe soon. I know. Uh, it just sucks. It's just like, it's not even in our control, you know. We're just, we're just waiting to get a yes or no. 
And we're like, we'll do it if we can. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, it's di- more difficult for you guys. And a lot of people don't keep these things in mind when, you know, tour ends, people put up merch, they're trying to get sales back. Put this in perspective for you guys, okay? Uh, to, for the listeners. You're in a band with your friends. Um, you just made a record, right? So you sold your, your rights, you're in some debt, and you're hoping that you can recoup that. The way that you can do that is by traveling the world and going to tour. But in order to leave your country and get to another country, before flights, before costs, before merchandise, anything, your country just goes, well, if you want to go, fuck you. You got to give me a couple thousand dollars. Um, and then... <laughs> You have to pay visas, and then a whole band spends what five to ten thousand dollars on a group of visas for the five individuals to get to another country. You show up to that country, a a, a, there's a worldwide breakout of a new virus. Uh, you get to be there for a week, and then you have to fly back. Um, so yeah, you guys were really put through the shitter for your first run. I mean, that would break most bands. That's, that is the reality. <laughs> um, that is the reality, and it's and it's not harsh. I'm not saying it in a way that makes it any more uh, harsh than it is. That's the fucking truth. These guys were put through the ringer. It was extremely difficult what they had to deal with and go through. And the fact that you guys were so optimistic about it and still are really like it means a lot i mean i feel bad that we had any part of doing in like getting you guys over there and having you have to spend all that money to just get fucked over um yeah. i mean honestly the only thing that makes me not even feel better about it and then it just makes me not sad is that it, everyone's in the same position like we had we had a band a friend's band of version crown um from australia that yeah that in the cool. exact exact same position they they played one show with die art is murder in america and flew home um exact same position the visas the flights the merch you know all that bullshit we and i look at that i'm like man we got to play five fuck they played one show and they flew home with it they you know they have a new record coming out all that stuff as well so it's like man the only thing that makes me like not feel like total shoot is like everyone everyone's in the same position so it's like, hey, we at least we got to America. We got to play shows. It was five shows. But honestly, I see comments all the time on our stuff being like, hey, I saw you in America with Fit for a King and like, I'm, I'm a new fan, you know, really, really stoked to got to see you. And I was like, shit, I mean, we we're there for five shows, but someone got something out of it. And yeah. if, you know, if, if, if that's what we got out of it, then hey, we, someone someone got something out of it you know yeah there's just such high hopes because of how how solid your reaction was how excited the fans were and uh, i was also stoked we're like one show and we're like holy shit people actually fucking care this is insane you know i recall properly the merch was going pretty good for you guys too um everything was going great the reaction you know we're selling selling a bit of merch well you know for, for people that don't know, like, you know, a first American tour for an Australian band is if you leave not losing any money, that's like, that is insane for, for, for a band from where we're from. Yeah. Generally, uh, and, uh, you lose a lot. Gen- generally you, you lose a lot just cause it's, you know, if, if you want to do it legit with visas and all that stuff, it's just not cheap. So we're like, you know, we, we might, we might not lose money and we were just like, holy shit, this is crazy. 
Um, but you know, we we didn't yeah, we get didn't there. Didn't get to the major cities yet. I mean, yeah, that's why the whole thing hurt so much. Is it was like okay, so we play Joliet, Illinois, and it's our it was that was our biggest headliner ever. Yeah. So we were and like, was, man, just get me to Texas. Like, holy shit. Yeah, um, you know, we, we were looking at our Spotify listeners and we are like, man, like LA and um, Chicago and New York are all like, you know, they were pretty, pretty big things on our, on from what we'd seen online. We're like, fuck, if these shows are sick, wait till we get like out to those cities. Yeah. And we didn't fucking get there. <laughs> you know, and the other thing when we talk about expenses that we left out is not only do you guys have to pay for the visas, the flights, and you have to get merchandise printed while you're here, you have to pay someone to drive you around in a vehicle because you yeah. have never been here. <laughs> we can't drive on your side of the fucking road because it's different to ours and we'll crash the fucking van. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's difficult, man. It's, uh, <laughs> It, it's a crazy thing what you guys went through to come here for a week, um, but we'll certainly um, get you a nice offer. And and the, the other thing is, maybe now that you're putting out another record, the band will be bigger. Maybe that next offer will be even better. You guys can come over here and have that much better of an experience. But um, yeah, I mean, know, in the end, everything happens for a reason. I'm not too sure what this reason is. I'm still figuring it out. But you know. Next time, I did, you know, the, the sad thing is, is we were we were really happy to come over now before this album came out. So we really wanted to play the first album songs yeah. in America, and now it's like shit. We got a new album coming out. We're not going to play anything off that first album anymore. So th- honestly, those those five shows, if anyone was there, honestly, they're probably the only people that will hear stuff off the first album. It'd be cool so, to maybe just hear Mamba. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll definitely play that. Just anything, anything before that, it's like those people are those five shows in America. Yeah. You're probably the only people that will ever hear that shit live, unless we headline and you well, know maybe you someone heard it here it. first. You fucks, like, you're yeah, the only people who will ever hear it. Um, so those people are those shows. You yeah, you got fucking lucky because we won't play it again. <laughs> that's cool. Well, I'm yeah. glad to hear it. I've gotten to hear them quite a few times, so. You know, yeah, you're sweet, mate. Plenty. Yeah, we don't need to, you don't need to get it. Um, <laughs> well, soon, sooner than later, we will definitely be dancing together again. I can only imagine. We'll be hanging soon. Yeah. I mean, our band somewhere in the world naturally work it out. I you know, I would love some form of currents, Alpha Wolf, Fit for a King run. Chuck Polaris in there, you know. Dude, they Polaris, it. just be, be friends. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, I know we're not as cool as Wage War. I know, you know <laughs> we're, but we're trying, and you know, I kn- it's hard. You know, those guys are really cool. They're all handsome. I really like them. They're super good. Cody sings really good. You know, he's really good. Yeah, I know, dude. I suck. Like they he started <laughs> singing, and then everyone was like, "Dude, you shouldn't really sing in our band anymore." Because like that guy's really good. That um, guy's pretty damn you know, good. Cody is one of the best. Yeah, I love when he does these acoustic versions of the songs too. It's, well, what was the last song he put out? It was fucking. It was really, really good. He just he did, did it a like a week ago. Um, yeah, I streamed the one. It was really sick. Yeah, <laughs> he's stupid good, but. Um, yeah. I don't like people that are more talented than me because they're dumb and I think <laughs> everyone should be less talented and yeah. should be more talented. That's what I think. Um, 
<laughs> Will we ever learn? I agree. Yeah, that's what you just did. Um, but yeah, he's so good, and he did. Yeah, <sighs> he writes great songs. Super talented. He does. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I have spoken about probably more other metalcore bands than yours in this episode than any other episode yet. There's a um, bands. I'm alright with that. Shout out to all the Australian bands that I um, made some jokes about. I appreciate <laughs> all of you. I sincerely mean that Ether is my favorite Australian song. <laughs> I think it's really good. And uh, yeah, I remember, gosh, I, <laughs> the one time I met Make Them Suffer. It's funny, I had Marcus from Invent Animate on here um, the other day. I met Make Them Suffer once, and that's pretty much all I said to them was I was just like, oh yeah, like you're in that pen. Like, I fucking love your song, Ether. <laughs> that's it like, that's it yeah that's it I don't really think oh, I said wow. anything else um, but I'm awkward so that's what happens uh, I mean that's right shout out to, shout out to make them suffer good band yeah shout out to make them suffer Void of Vision Ocean Grove who I don't know uh, Tonight Alive uh, who I don't know uh, I I like your bands though, and I'm glad you guys are dating. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I, I have a relationship, and I think that my fiance is really nice. So I hope your relationship is nice because anyone that's in one should hope that it's good, right? Yeah. How are you I and mean, your partner? Are you guys look great in each other? That's yeah. Funny. I mean, she, Emily's loving that I'm home. I'm usually not home, so this is this is a shock that's to how both my of us. Feels. Right, it's crazy. I'm surprised she's not sick of me because I'm terrible, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not a terrible person. I'm just. I'm a lot of energy, um, and I can't believe that <laughs> after three months she still looks at me the same way. Where I'm just like, you're the best. Like this was the best thing that ever happened to our relationship, honestly. And that's where you know we said before we haven't seen the the good side of COVID. For yeah. me, that's, that's number it. one. It strengthened my relationship with my fiance, and I'm extremely happy for that. Um, we needed it. We needed the time together, and I am more in love with her now than I have ever been, and it is awesome. That's and beautiful. Just getting to, you know, it reevaluated how much I like playing music. Now, I, yeah, it was a, that's a big thing for everyone, I think. It was my <laughs> dream, and it is my favorite thing. But I never knew how much it was really my favorite thing until you took it away from me. I, yeah, I mean, when you do it every day, it's like it's it's your livelihood. It's it's your bread and butter, and it's whatever. But then, yeah, you take it away, and you're like, "What am I doing?" Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it's a piece of your identity. We we all um, like you know, a zoologist is happy to be a zoologist, and you know, takes such pride in the fact they have so much knowledge about you know, animals. Well, for us, it's just, man, I'm a musician and I say that proudly. And I'm so proud of the fact that I actually got to a point where I can tour and make a living and, and all that. Um, yeah. so to have it taken away, I mean, I'm going to work harder than ever to keep it and to keep it moving. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I think that's the big thing when, when everything comes back is, I think some of the, the, the bands that feel like that are going to be the ones that stand out because they're going to be the ones that are like, yeah, I, this got taken away from me and I, it's not going to happen again because I think a lot of people are missing it right now. Absolutely. I know I am. I'm missing it and I'm missing you. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Dude, you got you anything you want to plug before I let you go here? Um, 
man, listen to our new album when it comes out. That's that's about it. I'll listen to a new song. I mean, I don't know when you're putting this out, but there probably won't be a new song out by then. Out on Monday. Monday. All right. Well, new song won't be out by then, but I mean, it's coming soon. Oh. And then soonish. I'm not sure on the date, but it's coming. There's heaps of new songs coming. Um, to it. By the way, I love the album artwork. It's great. Thank you. It was honestly, I I didn't like it until I saw the final. I'm not gonna lie. You know when you get in like drafts for, for for artwork and yeah. stuff, and you're like, man, I'm just not sure about it. That was me for like months, and then I saw the final, and I was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah, so. I could see how <laughs> it's a it's a bit um, loud. So it yeah. might be tough at first, I mean, but I, I think it's really the hard cool. thing is it was it was it's hand drawn, um, hand painted. Wow. Hand drawn, hand painted. Um, so like there's certain things you can't do in drawings and paintings until like the last step because once you do it you can't go back. That was that was the big thing um the guy we worked with was saying. So it was like all like the loud and very vibrant colors was like he can't do that till the end because then once he's mm-hmm. done it, that's it. So it was like a lot of like little steps along the way and I was just like, man, I'm just not really seeing the picture. And then he did that final step and I was like, whoa, that's fucking insane. So shout out to um, Dash, the guy who did did the artwork. He fucking he killed it. It's, it's amazing, yeah. Really, really stoked on it. Into it. Well, dude, I hope that you don't find a quiet place to die, and I may be a bit of a creep on this show sometimes, but it's my golden <laughs> fate, so I'm going to continue isolating Woo! myself and making myself an Akudama in this crazy acid romance that I've been in with my fiance, I hope she doesn't want me to rot in pieces, but I swear to God, I would bleed for her or for you because I love you so much, Scotty, even though your ultraviolet violence is really mind bending and it makes a will of its own. So um, we got to make sure that we don't fuck babies because it's restricted in here. And um, don't ask me any other questions. You killed that. That's Thank amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel really proud of myself. That was new. You should do that with everyone on the show. You should really do that. That was impressive. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, to anyone else who is curious why I, you know, why my lyrical content is so good, um, it's because I'm a fucking wordsmith. I'm a genius. Jew. I'm like Kanye. Yo, I'm a fucking <laughs> genius, man. Um, I wish I had a pair of Yeezys. That's one thing I would like to have in my life. Same, actually. To be honest, I don't have one either. Yeah. Um, dude, this was a pleasure. Thanks. What time you got on your end of the world? Run. Uh, what time is it? It's 1 a.m. All right. It's 11.01 a.m. here. That's uh, weird. So it is weird. <laughs> dude, thanks for staying up and doing this. I'm yeah, sorry a for the complications. Um, That's cool, man. Thank you for having me. It was fun did, to chat. Did you have fun getting tucked? I had heaps of fun getting tucked. We've been uh, getting tucked for nearly two hours. Yeah, I know. It's wild. Um, I, uh, yeah, it's un- the longest one I've had so far is three hours. Um, oh, shit. Uh, we didn't quite get there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, usually they end up right around the an hour 45 mark once I put in like a song and stuff like that. You don't, dude, yeah. you have like an Australian local band that you would, I play a local band in the middle of every yeah. show. If you have one that you think would be really sick, send it over to me or just tell me and I'll rip it and put it on. 100% dude. I'll send you, um, I think I was talking about it today with you. I'm working on this band called Mirrors at the moment. Um yeah, working on it, working on the new album. But I'll send you a song off their EP that I also worked on. It's really cool. 
please. That would um, be awesome. Yeah, it's called Damien. It's super feelsy. It's got a really cool chorus, and you'll probably really like it. So Damien, come like the Straight From The Path song? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same same song name, yeah. But they're um, not Straight From The Path. But they're not Straight From The Path. No. Nah. Super sad stories, to be honest. But oh. it's a really cool song. Cool. It's about um about the um the, uh, the guitarist brother that um that um died in a, a car accident. It's about him. That's terrible. Super super sad song, but um it's it's really cool. Hey, well I like sad songs, and I'm sorry that that happened to them. But I'm glad that you are uh, spreading us a little more Australian wisdom because I just see comment after comment after like people just being like, yeah, everything that's happening in Australia right now musically is awesome. And uh, you guys are a really large part of that. And I'm super thankful that we have gotten to do so much touring together and hopefully we'll continue starting this October. Uh, if you're in Europe, you can come see Fit for a King, Silent Planet, Alpha Wolf, and Brand of Sacrifice if COVID ever goes away. Um, Please leave. Please. Yeah, I just want to go. <laughs> we got things to do, man. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Um, Seriously, fuck. Hopefully, you'll be one of the first people I see when we get to go back to work. Imagine. Wouldn't that be nice? Imagine. It would be. It'd be fucking beautiful. Um, but, dude, thanks for being on the show. Hold on one second. I'm going to stop recording and say bye to you properly off the air. But Ooh. anything else you want to say to the people before I let you go? Man, that's it. Medical lives, brother. You goddamn right. All right. <laughs> Hold on one sec. All right, everyone. This concludes my coverage of the Dark Skies Tour. It was a dream lineup made up of some of the finest folks around. We had a few good gigs, but it is time to move on. I'm very thankful for Chelsea Grin, Crystal Lake, and Alpha Wolf as a whole. Huge thanks to Rio, Steve, and Scotty for being a part of the show. It fills me with energy when I get to hear from these guys. really means a lot that they would actually take the time to do this. Um, I love them all. Everyone in those bands are freaking awesome. So thanks again. I appreciate you. Um, really, it's this whole show is just a shitty excuse for me to coax my friends and talking to me. So also, shout out to Mirrors for being on the show this week. I love that track. I'm sorry that it comes from such a dark place, but it truly is beautiful, and I'm thankful that we got to share it here on the show this week. Um, if you want to hear your band on the Get Tucked podcast, please send the song to gettuckedthepodcast at gmail.com. Next week, we have the one and only Rory Rodriguez. Dayseeker wrote the best album of 2019, this is not a question. It is a statement. It is a bold one, but I am saying it. It truly was that, or is, that good. Um, it really brought their band into the spotlight, and I can't wait to ask him far too many questions. I'm a huge fan, and this one's really exciting for me. I'm already telling him approximately how long it's going to take and text message just trying to prepare him for it. So I'm really excited. I hope you guys like next week's show. Closing now today is the latest single from Alpha Wolf. It's called Akudama. You can listen to it anywhere you stream music. It's heavy, fast, and fun, just the way I like it. And I hope you guys love it. So see you next week, and remember to get to it. <laughs>
What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.